0: Welcome to episode 45 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Righty guys, so welcome back to episode 45 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan james Isles. How you going, mate? Good. Back to to structure. Back to the old school. Yeah. So, coffees, I mean, whoops, I was going to say coffees of Hawaii. I mean, talk is brought to you, proudly brought to you by... Coffees of Hawaii. I've just been swimming in my ears. You know when you get water in your ear? Don't you hate that? Get I'm that shaking s- my head like
1: a dog. Got that swim cap? <laughs> I have got a swim cap. Got your Ironman in training? Yeah, I There's one thing actually from Ironman New Zealand. Was really good this year. We may have mentioned it already. No, I don't think we have. But um, Ironman New Zealand sent out everybody who's entered in the race. Sent out a swim cap, neoprene, uh, neoprene, yeah. a nice quality cap, yeah. and it's got um, it's got the Ironman sort of logo or something yeah, like that. In uh, in training, so yeah. everybody's down at the pool wearing them. So that's cool. But no, I'm I'm good. Uh, that's good yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we're a bit thrown by
0: the format okay so this week's show we've got our news we've got um we haven't decided on a hot topic of the week yet oh no I've got one I've got one. one I'm going to pull it, it out of the, the <laughs> bag We've <Webster laughs> of the week age trooper of the week we've got a high five for epic camp mm-hmm. it comes all from me because I did it coach's corner from John's perspective on things John fill me in
1: Phil, you in? We're going to be just looking at uh, sort of the build-up I did for Wanaka, because a number of people have been asking me over the last week. Why are you such a legend? Well, how did you race like that? <laughs> you're crap. <laughs> how did you do that? <laughs> and so I was just going to give a bit of insight into how I structured my build-up, because I love structure. Yep. Um, He's the yeah, planner. Just, just talk about that. Nice. And then we finish off with questions and answers. And we
0: have got a lot of questions and answers to fill in over the next period of time, so you guys if you want to hold off on a few questions, it's free, still send them through if you want to. But anyway, let's get straight into it for the news, so we've got quite a bit of news this week, so I'm going to pull up a website, I've already done our website this week. So first of all, uh, tries a big one, isn't it? It is. Xtry's been relaunched,
1: so if you haven't been on there this week. Um, Epic Camp got on there, had you? manage mean, no. that? We know the guy, he's the fuel fuel belt fella, yep. no, Vinu, the guy who runs, uh who now owns x and is running it. It's the same guy that owns Fuel Belt, yep. who sponsors uh, Epic Camp. And he's actually been on an Epic Camp as well. He was oh, on okay. uh, Epic Camp Hawaii. So, uh, yes, you can see uh, Epic Camp uh, banners sort of yep. scattered around there in a few spots. Um, we obviously want to attract a few punters for Epic Camp New Zealand next year. Yep. So, um, yeah, so it, it looks like a good site. Uh, apparently, there's a forum that's going to be coming. I couldn't see it's it. On there. It's on there it's now. It's on there now. Yeah. I haven't had yeah. a look at it yet. sent the
0: link to that. Um, but no one's on it. Like, it had, like, two people.
1: So I think it's good. I mean, we commented a while ago that um, that the site had become a bit stagnant and I guess mm. they are just rebuilding it. And it's kind of, for us, it's, we're in the middle of the season so we're looking out there for information. But I guess for the American market, it is sort of a quiet time of the year and all the sites are a bit... A bit slower with the information. So, what do you think of it? Just first impressions. Well, I I, th- I think it looks fine. It looks good. Uh, it's not radically different to what it was. No. Um, you're the one that likes the, the look and feel of things. Okay, of I do have
0: comments on design. I, I, like, I like it's a nice design and it's kind of cool. But it kind of looks like every other one. I thought that's the only downfall. They've kind of gone mm. and looked like what everyone else looks like. Yeah. And one thing about Xtra previously was that it was definitely different to all the other Try ones. And so, but it is very professional and you know and they're really good at getting content and. Uh, and, I was, yeah, I haven't really spent a lot of time going around it, but I'm sure it would be great because Xtry is pretty much to the website, isn't it?
1: And, um, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's about content, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they can make it look – it looks fine. And um, mm. if they can get back to the old days when the content was was thick and fast and had good good updates, good news, yep. good results, um, then I think it will do really well. You, you're actually on
0: there as a pro. Oh, mate. There we go.
1: There you go. You might you might make it this year. It's my goal. <laughs>
0: try. Anyway, so uh, Ironman Switzerland is full, plus – uh, Plus... See, I knew you wouldn't know
1: this. Yeah. So I in Switzerland's full, and Jar Jar is... Jar Jar, Bates Jar, Jar, from Star Wars. Jar <laughs> Jar, So for those of you who... Uh, Sounds like a porn star, mate. Well, you can go and say that to me. He, he rides a bike pretty quickly. Does he? He's a Tour de France rider oh. from... Um, well, uh, uh, just a, a cyclist from, from years gone by. He probably retired, I don't know, maybe... Six or seven years ago, I'd imagine, but uh, he never actually won the Tour de France. I think he got on the podium once. He won the green jersey a few times. Um, he's also won a lot of the the main stage races around the world. So I think there's an article somewhere up there, maybe on uh, Ironman.com, uh, um, that Jar Zsa Jar's racing. He apparently has done a couple of marathons, a couple of sub three hour marathons. Oh wow! Um, so I mean, he's well, he's you know, he's well past it now. But it's always, how old is he? I'd be guessing he'd probably be forty or something okay. like that. So he's not past it, past no, it. No, no. But um. It's always interesting to see how you know the ex pro cyclists um manage with Ironman so um so we'll be watching that one and, uh, but he obviously can run, because most of them can't really run, can they? So they... No, they have got they have really bad knees mm. and have quite a bit of trouble with, mm. with running. So. No, it'll be nice to see how he goes. That'll be interesting. When is Switzerland? It's uh, usually about July time. Okay, nice. And I think I read as well that um, there's a 70.3 in Switzerland as well, okay. which I think may also well be full. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there so you go. Can't get on So just don't enter. Yeah, come to New Zealand. Come to New Zealand.
0: <laughs> Silverman is going to be including a 70.3 now. Is it a
1: 70.3 or a half? No, it's a half. Okay, so it's not yeah. an official qualifier. No. But if you remember, Silverman was the race which has got the 100000 US on the line yep. for the first team. blew um, really it. And it's a very, very tough course. Um, so it makes sense, you know, to put a half in there and get some numbers along and, mm. uh, and let the event grow. Um, but I think it's a fantastic event. We love uh, new events and we love events that are a bit more... Bit challenging and not flat. And also thinking outside the square with the
0: team event. There was, mm. you know, there was a lot of talk based around that. Mm. Okay, so Craig Alexander has signed up to do Ironman Australia, so this is a pretty big thing.
1: Yeah, I talked to him down in Wanaka and he's going to give it a crack. I think the the media seem to be saying it's his first time he's given Ironman a go, but I'm absolutely sure he's done a couple in the past but hasn't done very well. But I could be wrong there. Maybe it's um, just because he's more exposed now. Exactly. Yeah. But Crow, he's. Um, He's, I mean he's a fantastic athlete, and uh it will be interesting to see how he goes you know he's clearly uh fast fast over half Ironman. Um, whether he's got the patience that Ironman will be another thing you know I think he's, he's obviously good enough to do well, um, but I just uh knowing knowing Crowley as I do um, with his patience holds out so it's a very very hard for short course athletes to come to Ironman and to be patient on the bike because you're used to just pushing yourself along and pushing really hard and pushing all day Mm. whereas as we know Ironman is you basically a lot of the time you're you're trying to go slow down rather than speed up so Mm. so that'll be interesting um you found also that the prize money's going up a little yeah, bit? Yeah, so
0: they've taken it from 50000 US to 60000 so it's not a huge amount, but it's a step in the right direction. They're saying that with the growth of the sport and they're trying to make more money for the pros, and, well, maybe. Yeah. And when I first saw it, I kind of misread it, and I thought they'd upped it by 60000 I was like, yeah, good stuff, and,
1: you know, oh, well, actually, it's 10000 yeah, So Yeah, but I wonder how much of that uh, they're actually going to um, increase out of their own pocket, because of the way the exchange rate's going. You yeah, know, um, Ironman New Zealand's fifty thousand New Zealand uh, fifty thousand US and uh, every year, but it's not going to cost the race organisers anywhere near as much because of the current exchange rates. So, while they have increased at ten thousand, I'm, I'm a sceptical bastard. You are a sceptical. <laughs> That's sad, mate. God, you're giving some you on credit here. So good on them for giving us an extra team. Well, no,
0: because it's you know once you go to sixty, you can't go back, can you? Exactly. So next true. year the current you know, I don't think they're basically on that. But it is good, you know, like it's it's not a huge amount, but it's a small step in the right direction. And I think that if one race can start to do that, what's going to happen is pros are going to go to those races. And if race you know, if it becomes a competition between race organisers to get
1: better pros, well, pros are going to go where the money is, aren't they? Exactly. And I think the whole with the whole thing with the the new one hundred and one series is going to be so many races now. It's probably going to suck a little bit because um, the fields are probably going to be relatively thin. But what I think long term it's going to be really good because more, especially say Americans, um, there's very few American pros. and I think more of them will actually see now that they can make a living from it, whereas yep. at the moment it's just impossible. But if there's enough races out there, I think we'll see more athletes and long term i think it's a good thing so um
0: and it would be really nice for an iron athlete you know of the higher levels or even you know any level really to have a career and come out the other side with maybe a little bit in their pocket exactly you know like because basically now you've got the top guys who can make some coin and then you've got the guys underneath who are basically living the dream but getting nothing from it exactly and, you know, now they work like <clears throat> so mm-hmm. yep uh, also iron corporation has released more slots for louisville
1: Yep, I'm not, is, I'm not going to say any sceptical comments here. Okay, yeah. so what they've done is
0: basically you have to pay $1,000 US to enter in. They're doing it as part of the charity. Now, I've actually got a link here. What can I do here? Can I do this? Make all hope. Yep. Um, you lose all slots. Here we go. Um, so what they've done is they've done it as, what's the foundation? The Ironman Community Foundation slots. So you pay $1,000 and then 550 of that is the tax-deductible donation to Ironman Foundation for profit organization So it's obviously to raise money. Now these slots are on the first of February at nine AM. So if you really want to get onto that and you're willing to pay the extra money, which is going for a good cause, so you know, well, good. Um you're gonna to have to be quick. Yeah. Don't actually say how many slots they're giving away, but
1: you know, like it was get in there, get your credit card details ready. What's an extra five hundred bucks? Yeah. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um
0: <Good one>. <laughs> <laughs> um is it pretty much our news um, oh we've got a goss
1: oh uh, yep we've got the goss you Is that go the
0: goss okay yeah. um goss is uh Tasmanian south australian Ironman will no longer be
1: hmm mm-hmm. well, half so Ironman. this is for this is aussie gossip we get goss a lot yeah, what's the next, mm-hmm. one, next next one is um, victoria will get another half Ironman man geelong half iron man next season
0: nice australia oh that's about well, cricket well
1: no. He says Australia will kick the Kiwis' butts in the one day. Well, that's what I thought as well, which is it's a bit of a no-brainer, but we pushed them pretty close. Yeah, but they did kick him butt. 10 <laughs> runs.
0: Oh, that's true. Um, And then that's pretty much it. Okay, results?
1: Oh, well, Yep, results. results. Um, we, we talked, obviously, about my race last week, but yep. just the results from Challenge Wanaka. Um. And first we had uh, Luke Dragster. Yep, we had a pretty good day, didn't He had a pretty good day. He's gone 8.36 for an Ironman in uh, Western Australia. Oh, wow. So he's he's not too shabby. No. Uh, I think he got fifth there and he's been a regular sort of top ten guy. I have actually picked him on time. Did you? I think he It was name, yeah, yeah. 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 So he won. It was um, a great name. It was. It was. It was pretty <laughs> close in the end. Um, but he came off the bike with um, Justin Granger, yep. and there was only really a couple of minutes separating them. And Justin, and it stayed pretty much the same all the way around. I think he only ended up winning by maybe a minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah. Then we had this guy called John Newsom, some hoax athlete <laughs> in third place. So I right. anyway, go
0: around John's house the other day because I had to drop. Something. I don't know what I was doing around here, but went around here. And there's a photo, there's a photo on above the fire, as, you know, because he's coming in. He's got this hat on, and it looks a bit weird because he's put this hat on. And I go, well, what's with the hat, mate? <laughs> Tell the story.
1: Well, I was, I was a bit tired. <laughs> Where's the love, mate? I was a bit tired. I was coming down the finishing chute, and I thought, I wonder where Blunder is. And I was sort of looking out for her, and uh, and there she was, and I, I ran over to her, and she sort of had her hand out, and it had the my Mizuno cap in it, and Mizuno are my shoe sponsor. So, so Belinda, Belinda's
0: hoping to get a kiss from John coming down the street. So what does John do at that romantic moment in their life, that
1: memorable moment? What do you do, mate? Belinda's thinking about the sponsors, <laughs> oh, geez, and I grab the cap, put the cap on, <laughs> ran off, arms in the air, cross the line. <laughs> but if I'd stopped, I would have missed that two seconds. I did nine oh five fifty eight, and I would have cracked over to nine oh six. Well, oh yeah, because so, we. Going to practice that speed kissing, mate. At this juncture, I would like to thank my sponsors, Mizuno, yep, nice. Blue 70, um, who provide me with my wetsuits, so swimming nice and fast, Genius Bikes, and Pro 4, nice. so those uh, those guys helped me along, and Definitely. much appreciated. So yeah, I, I managed to come in in third, and then there was another guy, Eddie Smith, uh, who came in fourth. He's the a boy who
0: put us a- at uh, the Saffron Hearth. Yeah. Yeah. We showed him who's boss. That's right. And be, I'll uh, claim it as well, now yeah. on the
1: girls' side, it was a bit of a um, one-horse race, really. Yep. Um, Belinda Granger. Belinda Granger pulled past Which Hilary, was always be Hilary the case. Biscay yeah. and pretty early on um, and pulled away and was pretty comfortable in winning. I think she went about 9, 40, 9.40, something yeah. like that. Uh And then Karen Balance managed to outrun... um, So were you surprised by Karen's race? No, no, I actually, uh, yeah, no, not at all. Karen Balance came through off the bike, uh, she was in third and she ran down Hilary Biscay. about three or four minutes on her. Yeah, and so she came in just uh, a tick under ten hours, I think, uh, and then Hilary Biscay was third and there was only three pro women. Yep. So it was, um, yeah, it was was a good day. Mm, Um, Fantastic
0: race, thoroughly recommend it to anybody yeah definitely definitely it was an awesome race it was a tough race as well it's not going to be a fast race if you're going to do it you're not going to do fast times mm. uh that bike course is particularly slow mm. and the run i don't know what was it
1: like it was uh i mean my time was really good but it was uh it was pretty tough it was, yeah it's quite undulating and with a big hill in the middle so kind of nice well, ni- yeah. nice so to have some um some trail running i think that's why i've recovered so quickly because it was is, so uh, in the body yeah quite a bit it was trails okay uh coming up zippo so what's zippo zippo i don't think there's any races coming up oh zippo is nothing yeah <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the Zippo oh. International Triathlon. The Zippo International Triathlon. I couldn't find anything. I don't. Uh, oh. I think the next race coming up will be Ironman Malaysia, which is in a few weeks' time in February. Yeah. Um, Brett Rhodes is in town. Yeah. I think it's going to be it's going to be quite a decent field there. I bet all those guys are kicking themselves they didn't go to Wanaka. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you I know. Money. Yeah. <laughs> Rhodes is racing. I think Lothar Lead is racing. Chris McDonald, I think, might be racing. Yep. Um, also read there that Bjorn uh, Bjorn Anderson's racing, which I'll. I've heard, also heard he's racing South Africa, but um, it'd, be, it'd be a bit strange who he races um, Malaysia because it's very hot and he's crap in the heat. Oh, really? <laughs> so we'll see how he goes. Oh well, there we go.
0: So you know, that's our news for this week. We're just going to finish off with the topic of the week. So it's the beginning of the year. Hot topic of the week. Hot topic yep. of the week. We're going to, it's the beginning of the year. And so I'm thinking, what can we do for a hot topic? And you know what we're going to get you guys to do? We're going to get you to go onto Ironman Talks blog and write down your goal for the year. Oh mate, nice.
1: Get your goals out
0: there. Get your goals. So we want to see what you guys are planning to achieve in your in your Ironman training and Ironman legendary life this year. So at the end of the year, we'll go back and you can say if you've done it. And if anybody hits the goals, they'll get a special prize. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we have sponsors more than yeah, like good other sponsors too. Exactly. <laughs> we we'll get some coffee. I tell you what, with the coffee, they give us those packs. Yeah. So when we were on the camp, Albert, again, who's a legend, gave us these gift packs that they, you can obviously buy through Coffees of Hawaii.
1: Really good packs and really nice. Yeah, they Yeah, they're awesome, I eh? Mean, it's a great gift. Yeah. Um, I thought I mean, you'd get three different sorts of coffees, and it comes in a nice it's little sealed bag. It's a really nice package. And, bag. So, yeah, so uh, coffees get on coffeesofhawaii.com, oh. and there you go. You know what's really sure. exciting right now, mate? What? The music's coming back. The music is coming back. <laughs> oh, here we go.
0: Age H- it's Gripper of the Week. Oh, I missed that, mate. Yeah, I really did. It's back. Oh, it's going to be an exciting year, isn't it? It is. It really is. It really is. It really is. <laughs> it really is. It's okay. Really... So in Challenge Wanaka, we had uh, we had Sid Cummings, who is a bit of a local legend down in the South Island. He's an Invercargill boy. I've never actually met Sid. No. But I've heard a lot of him. Yeah. You know, like, he's, he's, like in your own regions, you have those guys who have been around forever and done the sport, and, and Sid seems to be one of those guys who's just... Kept on trucking for years and years and years,
1: and I've heard a lot of this guy. I've never met him, so do you well, want to fill me in? He's a big he's a big fella, yep. big, tall, bald fella, and um, yeah, he has been around for a while, and uh, he's still trucking along very, very quickly indeed. Mm. Um, so at Challenge Wanaka, he, he, is, uh, he was placed first in the 40 to 49 age group. Um, and You're and saying he's more late 40s, yeah, isn't I he? he? I think he's, uh, if, if they do five-year age groups, I know he's 45 to 49, yep. so he's at the upper end of that age group. But probably what was more impressive is he was first in the age group, but he was also first age grouper in the whole race, and he finished in nine hours forty eight. So, that was a pretty impressive effort. Mm. Um, apparently, he was dragging Belinda Granger around the bike course. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and um, but he had a good, he had a really good day, and he's he's a local from down there. He's like you said, he's from uh, Invercargill or Gore, and I think he uh, he's a South Island legend in the sport, isn't he? Oh yeah, everyone yeah. has Coming. I mean, he qualifies for Hawaii whenever he wants to, mm. and. Um, yeah, he's definitely been over there a few times, and uh, and he's actually one of the big. They've got a half Ironman down in Gore. Yeah, in Gore last weekend. Actually, we should have had that in the results. We'll do oh, that next week. Okay, Sorry we to anybody who did Gore. But back. he's
0: he's one of the big people behind that, isn't he? Yep. And he they, it's
1: a really well-run event, isn't it? It is nice. Sort of. I've never been to Gore, but um, no, apparently, no. apparently it's good. Um, <laughs> we'll leave that. Yeah, but I know he didn't do that at the weekend. He was down there helping out uh, yep. with uh, with that side of things. Um, <laughs> I think I might be able to even add in some results here. I think Tony. Goodall may have won. I tell you won it. Yeah, and, okay, uh, tell he's a good man. Andrew Abakan was second. Okay, yeah I, I don't know who was third, and I don't know who won the girls' one. There you go. Um, but we'll come back with that next week. Good to see the your, results your on that one, mate. <laughs> And uh, so well <laughs> done, Sid. I'm not sure if he's a he's an Iron Man talk listener. Oh, yes, um, surely, Sid, you are. Uh, uh, a trip of, of the week. week. Okay, straight into it. One, two, three, four, high five. Again. The head's shaking again, isn't it? It is. The mullet's whacking me around the face. It's getting longer. <laughs> hey, the mullet's gone. It is, actually.
0: The mullet's gone. And when we were on the camp, I met someone, and, I, and this is when I had the long hair, and it was Richard, actually, and I said, what do you think of mallet makers? you haven't even got a mullet. It was, uh, what about the bit of facial growth here? What's going on well, there? Well, I've got to do some more modelling. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting me to grow facial here. <laughs> anyway, um, high five this week. We're doing high five for surviving epic camp. Now, uh, yeah, so John wrote me through an email saying, think of the high five for Epic Camp. So I'm thinking, first of all, number, am I doing them all? You're doing them all. I'm doing them all. First of all, you must take lots and lots and lots of Vaseline. Mm-hmm. Um, do not be shy. Now, one thing for me is I took a, I took a uh, kind of, I don't actually use normally use Vaseline. I normally use this other stuff. I don't know what it is. But... It was obviously one of those chemical ones that was meant to protect you a little bit more. But by taking that so much, it actually, I think, caused a lot of my problems. Mm -hmm. So I actually went back to Vaseline after about day four, and I found just because there's no... You know, I don't know what the other stuff had in it, but just mm. because it's a basic stuff, it worked mm. a lot better. So you need... Uh, Lots untowards, of untowards. Take earplugs, eye covers, and maybe even nose plugs. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, so, so one night, because I, 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 I tend to go to bed late. Yeah, I, I Most of the boys are in bed like 6 o'clock at night, and I go like midnight. And so one night I walked into my room, and... Both of them were snoring in unison. (laughs) (laughs) They both had their eye things on, because it does get quite late here in New Zealand, so for those... um, Some people did say, how you know, it's about 9.30 at the summer year. um, The light goes down, and then the snarl in the room was... I walked straight back out. It was... It was, yeah, some it was, of those smells are pretty vile. It was wrong, so yeah. so we'll just leave it at that. Yep. Um, take all sorts of training gear. Um, you know, like I was hoping to pretty much wear my singlet every day going around uh, Epic Camp, The uh, weather was not that kind to us, to so make sure you've got all types of training gear. Build up your coke intake leading into the CAC <laughs> camp. Yeah, but you want to get used to taking lots of coke on because... My intention, like the first day, I was like, "No, nah, I'm going to use it for the last bit of the ride." And then by day two, you're just drinking it as yeah. much as you can to the point where I got sick of having Coke, and it was yeah. just nice to have some water. Yeah. Uh, lastly, train like a man before you even turn up. Uh, it will be harder than you think. Now, yeah. for for guys who do a lot of training anyway, it's not so bad. But if you plan to do something like an epic and uh,
1: you haven't, you know, you haven't got your base yeah. underneath you, you've got to prepare like it's going to be a race. You know, you've yeah. got to do a big build up. You don't turn up and just think, "Oh, this is going to be my." my sort of early season training camp you've yeah. got to be prepared yeah well rested before the camp you know train hard and then sort of basically taper into it yeah you can't just turn up to epic camp yeah. so those are a high five for surviving epic camp well done did you take a nose plug i didn't but i i arranged the room so i <laughs> yeah i can pick and choose who i want a room with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly well i tell you not be with next year Ooh.
0: anyway okay so that's a high five for this week Website of the
1: week. It's amazing how we're able to stage at the same time, oh, eh? That's years of training—that's what it is. We're <laughs> really just like every time we go out for
0: long rides, we're just practicing as we go along. I tell you what, guys—you really should come along. Okay, so website of the week this week. Um, oops, oops. What am I doing here? Website of the week. You want to tell us about? Oh, okay. Yes. So we got an email from Neil Schools. Neil Scholes. Scholes from the Royal Navy Triathlon, and they have us. Is one of the links.
1: Exactly. We like that. But
0: they have us, like, it shows the whole page. Oh, nice. It's really (laughs) cool. So thanks whoever did that. That's really cool. And everyone who has a website, if you want to link us to your website, that's really cool because that's actually one way Google... Recognizes you. Mm. So, although we are the number one Iron Man podcast on Google. Exactly. So, you
1: like that. Spread the word spread far the word. and wide. Spread the word. We spread the love. Okay. So,
0: anyway, uh, after talking to Hillary, doing an interview of Hillary a couple weeks ago, or a week ago, uh, talking about how busy she was, he thought he'd just show us a link to a website where these guys had the crazy idea of doing 30 Iron Mans. In thirty-one weeks,
1: yeah, that is crazy.
0: And so he sent us a link to a website, which
1: is uh, this one here: yeah. uh, International. What is it called? International Ultra Triathlon Association. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, also. I think it's. It looks like it may be some Frenchies who who run who run this sort of site. And it's basically a place where, from what I can see, you go in there and you you register and join up to this association, and you can go into their record books for, you know, doing ridiculous sort of Ironman feats. You know. Fastest time for a double Iron Man, triple, quadruple, and five. And they are fast. Ten. So
0: we were looking at the records just before the show, and uh, for example, a guy who did a double Iron Man in 19 hours 54, so
1: two sub 10s mm. back to back. And that was back in 93. Yeah, wow. And a triple is 31 hours 47. So it's still like a 10.45, or was yeah. and a half. And then it starts to slow down after that. They've got a quadruple and a quintuplet, and they've got a decker.
0: Which seems so the
1: decker's, oh no, it's not that old.
0: 97. 97.
1: and even on the girl side of things, we've got a girl who's done a double one in twenty two hours. It's pretty solid. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so the website is www.iut.com. dot iut a sport dot com so that's International Ultra Triathlon Association sport dot com put, it, put yeah. a link up on the site yeah we've well,
0: done it but w- one thing is is that so these guys were going for the Guinness Book of Records of doing thirty and thirty one weeks and what they've done on this website is they've listed all the different races they were planning to do they were going to finish with the Decker Man. it was back in two thousand and four so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just want to know if anyone knows if they actually completed it I suppose we have gone to Guinness Book of Records but yeah that's that's like so is yeah. ridiculous
1: so they were starting in Ecuador doing a double line man there, and then they were going to Lanzarote and presumably they were doing a race, but they were doing it three times through. yeah, And then they went to Monaco, did a did five there, and then they're going to Austria and doing seven. Or oh, maybe that's how many. No, they they're adding COVID. it up. Yeah. 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 And then they did a double in. Then, and then went to Girona. That's beautiful race in France. And they went to Rome oh. Then Canada. Then went to somewhere in Germany. China. Did a triple there. <laughs> I mean, they, did, they included Embrum. That's no bloody mean feat. That's, a very, very, that's the hardest Ironman in the world. Yep. Uh, did that, and then they went to... Where the hell is that? Lithu- Lithuania. Yep. And then they went to USA, and then they went to... Hawaii and did Dick Man to finish. <laughs> Topped it off with doing 10, <laughs> just in case you weren't tired enough. <laughs> rounding it off in November
0: with 10 Ironmans. So it took them from April through to November. We don't know if they've done it, so if anyone knows if they've done it, love to hear about it, because that is... Even the idea of doing that Knows if they had done it That's
1: that's, that's, the, that's the Queen's English There for you We're I'm working. Kiwi mate Us Kiwis We're well educated Down a Kiwis. here Kiwis <laughs>
0: um, But that's amazing
1: That is That's incredible <laughs> That's incredible Did you used to watch that? Kathy Lee Turner And John Davidson oh, I whatever his name oh, was that, And they had the other guy You never remember The other guy yeah. You know <laughs> What's all that about? <laughs> so uh, that's our website oh basically we'll do it properly that's our website, website of, of the week. week beautiful thanks very much to Neil for sending that in and um, go the royal and we're actually running a bit website of week so if anyone wants to send through
0: more websites of the week mm, that'd be really cool that'd be good That's okay. Uh, great here we go
1: Coaches Corner folks howdy howdy, <laughs> howdy partner how y'all doing yeah. oh. <laughs> so we uh we nearly had 38 seconds of music there bevan decided to cut it, it we was, was gonna uh, go for 38 because we're, we're going quite fast today aren't we? yeah we are, we're ripping through this we're not used to the structure no so what we're going to do today is uh i was just going to talk through a, a few points on um my build-up for wrote challenge it down, one you can type it out mate i was uh <laughs> before i came around Been a busy week so essentially, I did a um, a twenty week build up for the race. Let me just get on my piece of paper here. Ooh. Look how efficient I am. I have got three pieces of paper. Yeah, you've done pretty good, mate. Um, you've yeah, even got colour on the paper. No, that was my that's my plan. It's been oh, up okay. on my wall for some time. Okay, keeping, the focus. keeping um, the focus. Basically, I was doing a twenty week build up, which was starting in, uh, in early September. And generally, I was working on a, a sort of periodisation of going three weeks um, solid training, one week easier. And some of those easy weeks are pretty easy, like one week I was uh, skiing down in, Tech, uh, down in Queenstown and I really did bugger all, so yep. I do emphasise my easy weeks. Um, prior to me starting doing the build-up, uh, I was really just doing just maintenance training, I was doing a few running races, um, but really probably doing you know six to ten hours training a week, so bugger all really. Yep. Um, and it was also part of my plan, I was... Uh, planned in some big weeks that Bevan and I both talked about big bike weeks uh, and they were both scheduled at well one was at 12 weeks out and the other one was 7 weeks out from, from the race and I think that was a pretty uh, critical part of my build up you know not everybody's fortunate in a fortunate position to do that but um, you know, Bevan and I both sort of made sacrifices to um, Yep, you know for work and stuff, we just sort of put things on hold and went out there and uh, and did you know those two weeks were thirty hour weeks for me, which is um, which is really high. Uh, maybe maybe been a little bit longer than that, but you know my normal week is a lot less. So that was pretty important. Um, the other thing that I scheduled sort of through that twenty weeks was that we did five five or six ultra distance rides, and what I consider an ultra distance ride is probably anything over about two twenty two thirty kilometers. So that's about hundred and Fifty sort of miles ish. So why do you feel those rides are important? Um, for I think I just think they give you that really deep level of base. And so we did uh, we we backed up um, Queenstown where we did two fifty and two fifty, yep. and then uh, also did one uh, to Terry which was about two forty and two forty, and we also did our triple long bays which yep. was again about two forty. Yep. So, they're all pretty easy rides, but I just think they give you that deep level of base. I mean, at the end of the day, we are going out there and doing a 180k time trial, and it's quite often we don't actually go further than 180. You know, that our big rides are often 190, 180, 190. Yeah. So. It was interesting just in the race that for me, like I was the end of Epic Camp, and normally I find
0: in the end of the last 20k is really tough. That's when I lose my speed and everything. In this race, I didn't. And yeah. at the end of Epic Camp, well, you know, where I'd normally be shagged, I was able to maintain. Mm. A pretty good pace so i think those type of rides give you that don't they
1: yeah and so so if you have got time when you are doing your own plan is is do try to schedule you know three or four of them you might not be able to do a big week but if you can schedule in three or four rides that are in excess of 200k so 200 to 240 so I i think you'll uh you really benefit from them try um, to get someone with you too sorry try to get someone along with exactly you. Yeah. makes it a bit easier it's a long day by yourself um but in general you know the reasons why i did those big weeks and the ultra riding is because i knew i wasn't going to have as much time as i'd like to do a lot of cycling on a week-to-week basis so so that became even more important my main focuses were to try and run as consistently as i can i could i didn't necessarily do that many uh really long runs um, i only did ran three hours once um, most of my long runs were sort of two to two and a half hours um but I made those reasonable quality, especially the closer I got to the race. So I'd generally say if I was doing a two and a half hour run, I'd go into about an hour and a half in the hills pretty easy. And then I'd come off the hills and do an hour at a really good steady pace. Um, so why is it, not longer? Um, it bashes my legs around quite a bit and I find I can't recover. Um, so if I go out and do a three hour run, I'm really knocked around for the rest of that week. So it really impinges on my other sessions um, so I prefer to run more regularly you know run five sometimes six times a week than necessarily doing one big one and a couple of other really crappy low quality runs yep. and it's one of the things with all my runs um, except for the, the long the start of the long run I just run at a steady pace I don't really do any easy running um, I know there's sort of pros and cons to that but it's just something that's never worked for me um, if I go too easy I just start to lose my form and technique. So. Um, I do it? a lot of steady running yeah. um, and I always have done um, so yeah a big focus on my running for me and I think that showed I had a pretty good run down there um, and like I said the, bi- the bike for me my main areas of focus on the bike was getting those uh, those big weeks and the ultra weeks done and obviously as we got closer to the race the, the intensity went up but the first half of my build-up was uh, was pretty low intensity lots of hills lots of just easy riding easy steady riding yep. Uh, in terms of people, if people want to know sort of what sort of volume I do, um, that my average for the last 12 weeks before I started take the, before I started epic camp, so that was uh, between week 14 and two, up to two weeks out from the camp, my average was only 18.5 hours, and that includes the two 30-hour weeks. So my actual average you know, for, was probably more about sort of 16-ish, something like mm. that. Um, so I'm not doing a whole lot of volume, and I was going to go through my sort of general weekly structure in a moment. Um, in terms of what racing I did, uh, I just did one half Ironman that was uh, pretty pitiful. I wasn't very happy with how that went, but uh, in great day for me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, in hindsight, you know, I would have much rather. It was just it was yep. a training day, so um, I was pretty pissed off at the time. But was yeah. uh, it wasn't so? Be it. And also did two half Ironman simulations, and that's something I really push to, to most of the athletes that I work with is uh, is making sure that you get at least two, sometimes, well, I basically have three half Ironman simulations uh, during that build-up, and it's a key time to practice nutrition, and it's also a key time to get out there and, and ride a good um, 90 kilometers. Okay, so if we're doing the simulation, Pass.
0: kind of digressing a little bit here, but if we're doing the mm-hmm. simulation, um, is it an Ironman pace or is a half Ironman pace? Man yep, pace. Ironman pace. Okay, so, so you're,
1: you're racing not like you would an Ironman, not a half yep. Ironman. And the, the other key things with that session is uh, is your nutrition, eating as if you're eating on an Ironman, uh, so you, you're actually overeating, so you, you, you're not going to burn all those um, those calories up. Mm. So, you, but you just need to Under really trial hours. that nutrition plan. And um, and that was something I um, was really pleased with my eating down at the race. And I had it's really good to have backup plans as well. So, like in my special needs, I had quite a few different a variety of foods, didn't actually take them all, but I grabbed my bag and I knew what I felt like eating, grabbed that out, chucked the rest away. So you really want to have a backup plan in case some foods aren't actually going down really well on the day. Mm. So I had like a peanut butter sandwich in there, I had a tin of creamed rice, I had some different flavoured gels. I had Did you um, used the cream rice? Yeah. Yeah. You had to open it. Oh, it's got the, the pull top on it. Oh, so nice. it just hands off the oh, bars. I mean, up, chucked it down. Bring out the and camp I a, And I had an Em's <laughs> Power Cookie, and I chomped that down as uh, well. Actually,
0: i got to give Em a plug here. Em's Power
1: Cookies were the food of the camp. They were. We ran out again. Yeah, they were. Honestly, honestly, like when you're out riding, there's something about those cookies. I, um, I thought I went a bit longer this year. I think I got 15 boxes of uh, 25. Yeah. And they were gone by about day eight or nine yep. I think and we but were rationing them you. as well <laughs> <laughs> so um they were so great in G- New Zealand get on to them yeah great definitely. for training and I actually use them in racing as well yeah um so that's what I did for my racing it was bugger all really uh, I did have a couple of bike races sort of scattered in there and the odd running race and things like that but nothing um too crazy uh so in terms of what I would have done differently I probably wouldn't have in hindsight tapered for the half Ironman um that we did uh, it's kind of wasted about a good week of training for me i did actually taper reasonably well for it and then went crap <laughs> so why why not taper okay why, why it, not it, next one? It, it just i mean the it's reason been... the reason i tapered was because i wanted to win it okay um and it wasn't actually in, in terms of the whole build-up it wasn't really that important yeah uh, of the scheme of things so in hindsight i probably would have done a two-day taper and um and then hopefully just got back into training pretty quickly Yeah. so uh, it just wasted a few days where i could have been got in some good training sessions um so that was sort of how I structured uh, the overall sort of build-up. Obviously, you know, the first half, it was a 20-week build-up, so the first half was, was mostly base work. Um, I do a lot of work in the hills, both running and, um, and cycling, and it's a key, really key component for me. And then obviously as we get closer to the race, then I sort of vary the, uh, make the terrain more similar to what the, the course is and also start to include Ironman efforts on the bike, which is what we've talked about a lot. Yep. Uh, and likewise with my running, running a lot more sort of uh, upper steady and sort of some lower moderately hard running swimming for me didn't actually go that well because i basically had the whole of december out of the water um so I really wasn't in very good swim shape i don't think you're talking about that so swimming oh yeah swimming um well I, I mean i was hoping to be swimming sort of three times a week um but basically i bugged my shoulder uh in, in late november and uh and then basically had the whole of december out of the water i think i got about two hours maybe three hours swimming in November yeah so it was a bit of a bugger but um, swimming's not such a big issue for me in, yep, yep. December so um, I would if the things I would have changed I would have liked to be able to keep swimming yeah that did mean I had a little more time to, to bike and run yep in terms of my weekly setup it stayed pretty similar all the way through um, it's just what was actually in the sessions uh, changed a bit so generally I was swimming three times a week um, with a squad, doing uh, between sort of 75 to 90 minutes um, with here, here, Rolly. Rolly. Um, who sort of chomps out some pretty solid volume. We, uh, if, I, if I was doing a 90-minute session, we'd be doing you know between 5 and 6K. Um, if it was 6K, it was obviously a bit longer. So just to run you through my week, on Monday i generally swim for an hour and a half. Um, I'd just commute out to the pool and back, which is about 50 minutes uh, total for me. And then I'd be coaching on Monday nights, which, was, uh, which I only really count as about a half-hour run and half an hour of core. So Monday's pretty light. Tuesday's a big, bad ride with Bevan, usually. Yep. And that would range from anywhere between four and um, probably about six and a half hours would be standard. Yep. Uh, and then a run off the bike there. So Tuesday was big ride day. Wednesday was just my long run. And that varied. You know, When I was starting, it was about an hour and a half and built that up towards three hours. Most of my long runs were sort of two to two and a half. That's all I do on Wednesday. Thursday, I'd just swim in the morning, uh, and then I'd go out and do a bike, um, and that would generally be hill reps, uh, so a bit of strength work. And Friday, I just have a one-hour run, um, generally doing a bit of tempo or fartlek work, uh, so just sort of moderately hard work, not not really hard, but just to get some uh, just get a bit of a flow going and do some extra core work. And then on Saturdays, I generally do a brick brick session of some description, so. Uh, a swim bike run. A uh, swim would generally be 60 to 75 minutes. The bike would be sort of anywhere between two to two and a half hours, sometimes up to three. And the run would be sort of anywhere between 30 and 60 minutes. And then Sunday, Belinda Day. The love day. The love day. But that did, did you kiss her on the love day? But that did uh, <laughs> it did sometimes move around a bit. Yep. Belinda Day sometimes got axed once or twice because we had a bit of a fickle, a fickle, fickle. build-up in terms of weather. So I, did, uh, I do move sessions around a little bit when... Uh, the weather is a bit random. Okay, so
0: uh, looking back, um, two things. What would you do? You think you, if you if you're pretty much
1: on target of what you should do for your racing, or do you, what do you learn from here forward? Um, in terms of volume, I can't do any more volume. I mean, I so pretty much you... do as much volume as I can manage. So I I can't do more training. Mm. Mm. Um, so so there's, there's not that option. I'd like to be able to do more. I'd like to be consistently doing you know twenty to twenty five hours, mm. and then I think then I'd be able to get closer to sort of optimal shape. Mm. Um, so I can't do any more well I was pretty happy with what I did within the training yep. um, what I, what would have probably been uh, good uh, would have been to done a bit of a bike block before I actually started my 20 week that's what I generally recommend to most of my athletes um, yeah. I was a bit weak in the cycling I did get a bit drilled on the bike but it um, wasn't totally unexpected mm. so I think if I'd had a bit of uh, extra You kind of knew that race, going into the rest didn't you? I you did You kind of knew
0: you weren't your yeah. were best win to cycling
1: So um, you know, I could have done with a bit more cycling um, and it would have been nice to be swimming. So the key thing with the swimming, and the main reason why I am injured, is because uh, is I don't stretch enough with my swimming. And I think it's a mistake a lot of people make. And um, and so I am practicing what I preach a bit more now, is, is I'm basically stretching for a good 15 minutes after every swim. Oh, and wow. at the moment, I'm actually doing a half-hour extra shoulder stretch every night before I go to bed. And it's making pretty quick progress now. And I, I often see this, you know, people s- stretch when they finish a run. They'll come back from a run or a bike, and they they will stretch there for 10, 10 15 minutes sometimes. But I see about maybe one or two people that ever stretch after swim workouts and uh and it's quite a it, that's why i mentioned i'm just I just got a little bit too tight through there, and um sort of wasn't wasn't stretched. you know I'm not
0: the best stretcher and, and it's partly laziness, so it's not laziness it's that whole if you do three sessions in a day, fifteen minutes stretch after every session, you know what i mean like mm. it's you know maybe you are better to do one good stretch at the end of the day, it is good to get in straight afterwards, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, Mm. you you can multitask when you're there on the side of the pool, you know, chatting away to people and and, and getting your food. No, you never talk. (laughs) But, um,. What was I was going to say? Uh, oh, stretching, so stretching was beneficial. Stretching was and it's getting better. Is pretty key. And, w- and what I see when I'm sort of videoing a lot of athletes and trying to give them feedback on their swimming, I'm saying, you know, you want to get your hands and your arms into these positions, but they just physically can't do it yeah. because they're stretching. So if you do want to make some big inroads in your, in your swimming, uh, it's not all, all about just going in there and doing massive amounts of volume. You do really need to have good flexibility so you can get that range of motion. So, um, yeah, I am practicing what I preach a bit more. Nice.
0: Be, okay so you had a really good race you're pretty stoked for it, especially because you know you're a 18 an hour week guy so you had a really awesome race what can you take forward what are the things you can improve on to do maybe better next time um
1: <clears throat> what can I do better you know like
0: you, you know like you know like you pretty much can say on day you had your, your pretty
1: much perfect race really yeah but you know, it's always something. Um, I would have liked to. Have probably, I should have gone just a m- marginally slower at the start of the run. Um, I was actually running to heart rate, and I thought I was in the right place. But my K times were pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. And so I probably should have slowed down a little bit there. I did slow quite a bit in the last ten Ks, um, which was yeah, a it bit get disappointing. Did
0: you went fast early?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, but the rest of the race um, was was pretty smooth. Um, it would have been nice if there had been some other swimmers there who could have dragged me around that swim course a bit quicker. Yeah. And also, uh, looking up when I swim a bit more would have helped me not swim into a swim buoy. Swim <laughs> um, into a swim buoy. Yeah, and I got tangled up <laughs> in the ropes. Oh, did you? Uh, and the other thing, I don't actually wear goggles when I race. And, no, no uh, that, I've got a question. Why? Oh, no, is it just a silly thing you do. Well, no, in most races, when I used to do a lot of short course, you just you're getting bashed all the time, and yeah. so your goggles come off, they get fogged up, you oh, lose okay. them, and so I, I never had an issue with um with that with not wearing goggles. Um, but one thing I did find, and I didn't wear goggles down in Wanaka because of that issue. Yeah, um, there's no one there, so yeah, I, I probably would have been fine with that with them but I was a bit hazy. My eyes were pretty hazy for the first half hour of the bike and I was going, oh, I can't see too much here. What <laughs> side so, of the road am I? On. So I might wear them up in Tapo, but I, um, begrudgingly. Nice. Um, for prefer 1500 or 2K swim, I never need to worry about goals, but I'm just finding with the, the 4K. Um, yeah, it's a long time of the water, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. So, um, but other than that... No, it was all uh, it was all pretty good. Nice. So anything else before we move on? No, you were just trying to pad here, we're only up to forty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we're most excited, new category. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, anyway, okay, then let's go on to we'll go uh, we can pull out some other questions. Wait a second. Okay, here we go. Questions <laughs> answers <laughs> I thought we were going to move. I was a bit off target there. We don't have music for that, do we? No, we never have. Okay. We can okay. have if you want to we can. Yeah, no, Okay, yeah. wait a second. <laughs>
1: Questions and answers. answers! Round two. Round two, we're professional, man. That no. music no. reminds me of Rarotonga, and when I'm so I just booked my holiday there. Got the and prize like, money. Right. What's he doing with the prize money? It splashes out on the holiday. So, uh, Can we tell you
0: special news or? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the holiday, it's the special news. <laughs> okay, there we go. So, anyway, um. Yeah, questions and answers. So, <laughs> so, hope you we recover well from Epic Camp. So we got a lot of people. Oh, that was Neil. Neil giving us the
1: age group. Are we um, saying I'm in the wrong place, aren't I? Yeah.
0: Okay, moving on. Matthew.
1: Broadcast professionals, that's what we are. Matthew, you want to do the first one? <laughs> Matthew said, well done on my race. Thank you, Matthew. Um, looked like there was some weirdness with the web gloves. Unfortunate, but common sense would dictate that when in, when in doubt, play it safe. So from an outside perspective, I have no problem with the DQ. Um, yeah, I mean... we've we've talked about the web gloves and um silly mistake and uh i don't think too many people have got a problem with the the dq really Wow, i just can't believe you did it yeah so uh, it was a a very odd one and and there hasn't actually been any he hasn't come out and said anything which um so i I presume he's pretty pretty annoyed about the whole situation it's a fifteen thousand dollar mistake isn't it it is that's a big mistake so i'd be pretty annoyed with myself so um i don't know what's what's going on there but uh don't wear web gloves. It's Don't wear the web gloves. Tip of the day. Yeah, tip of the day. Uh,
0: Barnsley from the UK was basically saying how uh, he's doing in France and just how listening to all the Epic Camp uh, interviews has been really inspiring and motivating at this time of the year for those guys, which is really nice to hear.
1: Uh, be yeah. keen for it, he'd be keen to, for us to sort of keep you guys posted on the guys' progress through the years. So we'll that. do that. We'll do that. Yep. And he also had a bit of a laugh when Gordo was talking about dra- swim drafting in, in races. Oh, cause, yeah, because so he, he keeps his head down like I do, mm. and he had a boy like you did. Yeah. <laughs> e- easily done, Bainesy, I can understand where you're coming from. I don't do that, but I don't... Yeah? Yeah. But mm. I never look up. It is a mistake. I mean, um, you do need to keep your head down. I mean, a lot of people, when they get into a swim, they actually look up too much. And what that causes you to do is your hips really drop down in the yep. water. And Even with a so you... on. Exactly. Mm. So... um, while we do say you need to look up, you do, you do want to try to keep your head in that sort of normal I, I do look position. forward
0: because I'm looking at their feet to make sure I'm not, but once I get right on someone's toe, I basically want to feel in, yep. and then I look at their feet occasionally, but I never bring my head up to look at boys, or maybe exactly. kind of towards the end when I'm thinking, how much longer have we got to go? Yeah.
1: But, um, yeah. Especially important in uh, non-wetsuit races as well to keep your head down, because then when you lift your head up, you have yeah. to really drop down and you yeah. start dragging things along the bottom. That's not a good look.
0: Okay, so next up we've got Carl, and he's just saying good work. Uh, nice work on the caps up by the way. The most recent edition of Oh, tra- that's
1: right. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, he's just talking about um, they re- did a review on wetsuits and skinsuits, and he says there's some text there that makes reference to using a skinsuit and non-wetsuit legal races. It seems to say that if they are greater than one millimeter thick, they're not legal. Because remember we uh, we talked about that some time in ago, and, and I couldn't find anywhere in the rules that sort of stated what the deal was, but. Um, thanks for sending that in, Carl, because that sort of clarifies things. Basically, it's one millimeter, so it's nothing. It's it's not a lot, no. But um, would there I be guess, a game for a millimeter? Well, I th- most people seem to rave about these um, speed suits. I've actually never uh, never swum in one. Um, sponsors, there's an opportunity there for you. <laughs> right. We like that. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm going to give give them a crack at some stage. But yeah, any little bit of advantage in the non wetsuit ones that give you some buoyancy is. Uh, is always much appreciated. There's more epic, epic
0: appraisal passing that one. Um, mentioned old podcast. You put in. Okay. So uh, one of the, the guy who gave us Iron Man t- 90, 89, 89. At the time up. he mentioned. Yeah. So we put that on. We put that on like, YouTube and we had over 11,000 viewers. So it's kind of mm-hmm. cool. It's great that people are enjoying that. But uh, the guy, I can't remember who gave it to us. But he had 82 and he mentioned to me that at the time. And. Um, what was 82? Who won in 82? It was Dave Scott. Oh, yeah. But it would be cool to watch it, wouldn't it? Yeah. One of the yeah, really yeah. old school ones. And uh, But um, and he never sent it through. And so if, if, I can't remember who it is. I, I wish I could. But if you do have it and you want to send it through to me, I'll put it on YouTube. Or if anyone else wants to do that, I don't mind chucking on YouTube under my name. But mm. even if you guys know of someone who's put something on YouTube of races and send it through to us, then
1: we can uh, put that out there. Because yeah. it's, YouTube's amazing, isn't it? There's some great stuff on there. Mm. Apparently, there was a... Somebody videoed the plane nearly crashing the other day near New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Nearly crashing into the sea. There you go. So Put it up there. don't fly near New Zealand. Yeah. Um, okay, so last question, but big question. Daniel Roberts, um, we've uh, answered one of his questions before, so thanks for Australian. Con- continuing to contribute. Slap another shrimp on the barbie, <laughs> mate. Barbie, <laughs> mate what's an update on the cricket? We should have a look and see what's going on on the cricket today. What's your game today we're, as well? We're playing the Poms. You try to talk listeners. Poms are going down today. Get down, And we're allowed to call you Poms. There's some Poms in Australia that are taking... Um, Somebody to the UN for calling them POMs and advertising and stuff, and they just. What's all that about? What's anyway, all that about? Anyway, let's, let's get back onto the show, get, here, right? Get back on. Task. <laughs> You're a bit tired, aren't you? I'm I'm padding Bevan. <laughs> padding. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> true. Okay. Here we go. So, um, so Daniel was saying that he's uh he loves the show and um he's pretty comfortable with his swimming and his running, but he finds he gets a bit bored. Uh, swimming and his cycling, he finds he gets a bit bored when he's out um running and wondering if we can give him any tips. Um, get an iPod. When you run as well, do you wear yeah, it when you run? Of course, I do, oh, mate. Um, do wear your iPod so you can listen to, to Iron Man talk when you run. That's tip number one.
0: If you do like music, and loads of, like I just bought one of those shuffles the other day, and they're an amazing device. Have you seen it? It's pretty cool. Tiny just, little thing. Yeah, just clip it onto your pants or something, and uh, yeah. And if like if mentally, if it's just about being bored, you know,
1: a music or a podcast will get you through it, mate. Get, mm. it, get one, you know, it's a hundred bucks. Mm. But a few other little things you could um, you could try is rather than just running, you know, going out there and running steady pace every day. Um, one thing I really like and I find very very easy mentally to go out and do is do some hill reps. Um, so your hill reps be between sort of anywhere between four and five minutes, um, and you, know, you do it, Do a warm up, good warm up for fifteen minutes, and then go and do some hill reps. So basically running up and down a hill, gradient wise, um, you know, moderately steep. Um, which I don't know maybe. Uh, probably nothing greater than probably about 10%, mm-hmm. somewhere between sort of maybe 6 and 10%, um, and just treat it as a good moderately hard workout. You run up, go to a point... Um, and then you just jog back down. So do you base it on again. heart rate or do you just base it on feeling? More on perceived effort. The main thing you want to try and do is, and this is again a way to um, keep yourself motivated, is always try to descend them. So you know, you'd, you'd want to do between three and five of those um, and you want to try and do each one a little bit quicker. So yep. so it's good. You go up there, you take your time, turn around, jog back down, and think, right, I want to go you know about five, five <laughs> or seven seconds quicker this, each uh, each one. You can also do all the stuff where you... That's my shuffle. Yeah, great, mate. That's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah,
0: that's pretty cool. Look, like, you clip it on.
1: See? All right. You clip that onto your mullet if you're going running, (laughs) going running without a top on. Um, You can if you've got a Polar six two five or seven two five, you can even program workouts into your watch if that's going to help with your motivation. Uh, Yeah, that's cool. Um, And you can actually do it all through your mobile phone and all that sort of stuff. I haven't quite got to grips with that, but I'm getting there. And another thing, sort of session you could do is to do some fartlek work. Um, so again, you warm up and then go out there and for about 30 minutes, just vary your pace. And you can change, you can chop and change that all around the place. So you can do like three minutes on, one minute off, two minutes on, one minute off, and just get into some sort of cycle and um, and just cruise around for 30 minutes where you have quite a bit of pace change. And again, then you've got to concentrate on something, um, so it should help to, to pass the time by. For your longer runs, which may have been an issue for you, sort of keeping your motivation there. Um, Try to make them as scenic as you can. Um, getting into the hills is great. Uh, if you're still struggling with that, then again, try to vary your pace a bit. So you might want to try going, say, 15 minutes easy, 10 minutes steady, then maybe three or four minutes moderately hard, and just keep working that cycle through your long run. Um, again, then you're have got you know, you're concentrating on your watch a bit more. And I'll I, hope I, I think with off. that one as well is that we all have our runs so like I've got my 60 minute run
0: I've got my hour and a half hill run you know you all have you, you've probably got maybe 10 runs that's probably higher you know probably 7 runs that you do and to maybe even try find some different routes that mm-hmm. you can actually run on in different areas I've actually done that recently because I got a bit sick of my 60 minute run so I found I've just created this other loop and it's really nice when I'm around the river and stuff and so uh, just mentally just being in a different area is
1: sometimes quite nice as well mm-hmm. trail running as well I trail running is great it's yeah. the best um, and probably one other thing, I mean, I guess you're in the middle of your season at the moment, giving you an Aussie. Australia. Australian. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you oh, beat us at the cricket. Yeah. <laughs> we beat you at the rugby. <laughs> smack you there are um, I guess you're probably in the middle of the season, but definitely if you're if you're in your off season, uh, for you, you Americans, y'all, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, <laughs> you um, join up to a running club and go running with runners, and uh, yeah. and you can do that all winter, and, and that'll just give you some variation. They'll have different training ideas, different interval sessions. And you'll you definitely do. find someone of your ability exactly, club. and go and do some races. You know, it's great down here in New Zealand. We have a lot of relays we can do. So then you're going off and you're doing you know a different leg of a relay, and you cruise around in the minivan all day, sort of following the other. And, uh, mm. and just getting out of your comfort zone a bit um, would be good. So um, that's a few little tips there for your running.
0: Anything else? No,
1: that's pretty much it, isn't it? That's pretty much it. Mate, how's your, how's your recovery going from the camp?
0: Okay, so recovery-wise, okay, so the first week, um, I felt like physically I didn't do a lot. Last week I maybe did six hours of exercise. I had I pretty ended up having two days off and then doing half an hour to an hour and a half maximum so i did like six hours i felt i once did a trip to portugal and uh i flew to portugal was like a 36 hour flight with stopovers had no sleep worked four days came home and uh for the next two weeks i felt just drained and it was kind of like jet lag and that's what i felt like last week just absolute jet lag just felt like i was absolutely just drained all the time and not a lot of sleep Sleep wasn't a problem, no, and yep. I was able to sleep during the day as well, and probably today, and yesterday, the first day, when i was starting to feel good
1: again, mm. but it's taken a good week, you know, a real oh, good yeah. week of just, just I mean, drained. I was speaking to another guy who did the camp, and he, you know, what he found last week is he was just sleeping. He was yep. just like, he normally has quite a bit of uh, trouble sleeping, and he was just out like a log, yep. you know, every night. Yeah, um, so I, I slept in more. Yeah. Yeah, like I
0: wouldn't get up till nine, which was a real sleeping for me, because I'm like a six o'clock guy, so... Uh, yeah, so that, um, physically I'm feeling, I went for a swim and I just felt like I was sinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was like for three swims, I just yeah. wasn't getting it. Where today I, went, I just went and did a 3K swim before and I felt pretty good with that. Um, and then on the bike I'd done a couple hour rides, nothing, I'm just cruising so it's hard to know. I'm running, I've kind of kept the running up and I'm feeling okay running at the moment. So, But yeah, definitely I was drained last week, mm. yeah, and so it was interesting. How are those school holidays going? Well, my daughter's become a bit of a legend herself, mate, because... Because I've got my I have she had custody of my daughter so over one week and I've got her this week and, I'm, and uh, I actually had her last week as well and this week she's been training with me all the time <laughs> she's behind me on the bike when I'm running she had to bike to the pool and swim on uh, it uh, she's done
1: two and a half hours today mate <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah so actually yeah. I've got I've got an idea where uh, we may interview the parent of a very famous triathlete if we if we take Bevan's computer up to tap I haven't actually asked him about this, well, this is, I've questions just, I've just sprung so him on this work. <laughs> <laughs> if we do that we may get a, some a, guidance from a very famous um, mother on how to, the things to do for an athlete to help them achieve greatness, Nice. Nice. so we'll see. So
0: So that's pretty much our show for this week, I think we added on 10 minutes just talking crap didn't we? Yeah. That's sensational. We're up to 53. They're beautiful. Okay, so let's go through the formations. Okay, there is one thing I want you guys to do, now for
1: those of you who have heard of dig.com. Keep going, I'm just writing, just keep going. Okay, what are you writing? I'm just writing our outro so we get it right. Okay oh okay nice <laughs> um, so
0: dig.com is a social networking kind of website it's very very popular and it's designed by a guy called Kevin Rose who cares if you know of dig they have a podcasting section now, and and one of our listeners I can't remember who it is I'll give them some credit next week for that they Have put us up on that and what happens is if you've got a membership which is easy you just kind of sign up you then vote for shows, and uh, it's it's a good way to get more exposure for the show. So if you've got a Dig account, can you go on Talking and give us a plug, or just Dig us for one of those? For those of you who know what that is, you'll know what it is. And John, do you know what that is? Dig.
1: Yeah. Yep. Know no, 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 all about it. <laughs> TikTok on, on there every day. Okay. <laughs> Man, dig. We go <laughs> like a long way back.
0: Okay, so sponsor, our main sponsor and our only sponsor at the moment, actually, but champion that they are,
1: Coffees of Hawaii. www.coffeesofhawaii.com. <laughs> should we do a bit of a plug for one of their products while we're here? <laughs> yes, I think we should, actually. So if you uh, this month, if you go to uh, www.coffeesofhawaii.com. Uh, the featured product is a Hawaiian Island style blend. It's a medium dark roast. The perfect way to start your day. Job, um, I love do, the art. This it It's cool. We had a huge big banner. If you look on day... When I did the press-ups. When Bevan did the press-ups. I think it was day, the, a day 10 or day 11. You shouldn't have put that posy one of me on either, eh? Oh, mate. i put up whatever My I sister-in-law
0: want. looked at it and I don't know my sister-in-law. She lives in Holland. She looked at it and
1: told my girlfriend. split up. <laughs> Get what rid a of it. The guy's such a poser. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> anyway, back to back, Coffees, back to coffees of Hawaii. Um, it's regularly priced at $6, and this month you save 17%. Once uh, again, their is really, really good.
0: And and it's cool because they're kind of anti... Well, not anti, but, you know, that Starbucks thing that we talked about. Yeah, we don't
1: like Starbucks. Yeah, so we like Coffees of Hawaii. Coffees of Hawaii. Um, Make it at home. Yeah. yeah, so get on there and order. And like we said, that gift set's fantastic. Um, for American and Canadian viewers, you just go straight on through uh, for... International viewers, international email viewers, them email and them. use their name. Use their name, Talk. and they'll I know someone. They someone. Look after you. Who knows
0: Albert. And exactly. It's so beautiful. It's uh, coffee's of Um What else? Okay. So our blog. So the goals this week, and we really want you to do that because I think to commit it to paper, they say, mm-hmm. and it's committing it to us. Mm-hmm. Email questions. Go to IronmanTalk at gmail. for any questions uh, regarding any of your training or needs or anything um what else do we have can you please click on one ad on our website it gives us some money it's also really good that people um go and buy this stuff through amazon through our store and lots of people are doing that so keep that up that's just one way we can get some revenue coming through um now this week on the website what i've done i've actually already done my work this week normally i spend hours after the show but i've actually done it all i've kept the epic camp shows on the front page so at the bottom of the front to top part of the website looks like normal and in the bottom part i've got all the Epicamp shows for those of you who obviously most of you listen to it but if you want to tell other people about it um, that'd be really cool. Also on the archive page now, I need to do something about the archive page. You I? do. Yeah. I'll do that one day. Um, I've also got them, they'll stay there permanently and they're very obvious where they are on the archive page. So um, for those who want to listen to the Epic Camp shows or didn't get all of them in, that's really cool. And uh, I think that's pretty much it
1: for the website this week. Yeah. Um, anything else? Good luck to everybody who's in their sort of final preparations for um, Iron Man Malaysia. Yeah. Charlesy, go long, go hard. Charlesy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. he's, nice. o- he's over there doing- cranking that out, oh, hey. so um, yeah, good luck to all you guys. Go Chelsea. We're Chelsea on the Epicamp shows. We do. Yeah. 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 Uh, John's coaching website. TriathlonCoach.net. Beautiful. If anybody's out there is a uh, website designer nice. and wants to design me a new website. Good rates. Uh, at a good rate. <laughs> um, drop me an email. I need a new website design. Nice. It's got to be cool. I can do it for you. Anybody out there. <laughs> <that's-> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah. Feeling in love right now. <laughs> confidence signs to see. So, we've written it
0: down. We've written, we can't go wrong, can we? The ending. Oh, yes, we can't go <laughs> wrong. <get it> <laughs> the ending. I'm, getting, I'm getting tired. <laughs> okay, so here we go. We've done pretty well, actually. Oh, what are you up to today? We haven't done the goodbye.
1: I, say, I did my first long ride since the camp. Nice. I did three and a, well, three and a half hours today. Pretty nice. solid. Beautiful day in the Garden City today. Oh, Garden City. Uh, so, I was pretty happy about How much on for the week? I'm going to a wedding this weekend. Nice. Looking forward to that. Picked in? Uh, no, Napier. Oh,
0: you're driving to Napier? How did, how did she? I
1: don't know. <laughs> we'll talk about that afterwards. Oh, yeah. um, no, 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 no. It's no, an no, old no. Uh, triathlete friend of, uh, I used to race with in France, so I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, tie the knot. I love weddings. Mm. I'm, I'm part of wedding party soon, so I'm looking forward oh, to that. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's
0: very exciting. What about you? Uh, school holidays, and I'm actually back to work. I've had six weeks off work. I'm back to work oh, on Thursday. Oh, look at that. Oh, no, it's breaking my heart. And, uh, and other than that, no, just training, living life. Gotta go to movies. Live in the dream. Living in the dream. That's mm. the hard life we live. Anyway, here we go. We've written it down. We can't go wrong. Oh, you'll start? I'll, I'll start. Okay. Iron rusts. Iron men don't. Train hard. Train smart. Kia